I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Category Is. It's Maurice, and if you can't tell, I have a bit of a congestion little issue going on, so my voice is kind of in and out, um, but this is just going to be our snack size episode for the week, so hopefully I'll make it through. I got me a little hot toddy situation, which is some lemon juice, a little bourbon, little honey, warm that thing up and uh, make you feel much better. So so I did want to come back and give you all a quick little update, a little recap situation of my foodie trip with my taste bud, my good, good girlfriend, Trina. We've been friends since like the first day. Well, we weren't friends the first day of college, but um, <laughs> we kind of had to kind of had to grow to that. But, you know, we had we sat beside each other in calculus class. Because we did like this summer program before fall semester started. And I don't think she liked me at first <laughs> because I was rather annoying. I showed up late the first day of class and there was like one seat available in the very front row and it was beside her. So I'm like rushing and trying to sit down. And, you know, she had had her stuff kind of all laid out and organized and, you know, ready for the first day of class, all prepared. And then here I come. <laughs> Showing up late to the first day of class, which is like, ugh, <laughs> she was so done with me, just annoyed. But we kind of grew into a friendship, and we we were like study partners, and then you know just inseparable uh, <laughs> now. So shout out to my good good girlfriend Trina. Um, she had never been to Toronto. I think I mentioned that before, and I used to go to Toronto like once or twice a month. You know, it's a little quick trip situation. It's only like a 45 minute flight from Philly. Um, her flight from Charlotte wasn't too long. So <laughs> the purpose of this trip was, you know, one to catch up and like kiki and just laugh because I have the most <laughs> funny times with Trina. We just have a silly, we're just silly. We're just silly. And we just let, love to laugh. Just any situation, we just end up in like some of the funniest situations, but we have a good, good time. So we wanted to go and like eat <laughs> the city. So, like I said, we had like ten or twelve. I think it was like thirteen reservations actually. So we checked into the Airbnb, which was on the thirty seventh floor of this condo in downtown. The entertainment district. It was like right by the Rogers Center, which is the baseball stadium, which is right beside the CN Tower which is the huge landmark there in Toronto. And Trina's kind of the same way with me, like, when we travel. I don't like to <laughs> eat when I'm going on a flight. Like, I don't like to eat beforehand because I'm just always, you never know, like, the bathroom situation. And so I don't like to use the bathroom on the plane because they just are nasty. And they're really small. I'm super tall, and it's just uncomfortable to like go into them um and then people are just nasty that's another thing and so i try to avoid public bathrooms <laughs> as much as possible i can't be the only one who, who who does it so it has to be like an emergency for me to use a public bathroom and so i think trina's kind of the same way like she doesn't like to because you just never know. It's just uncertainties that your flight's going to be delayed or you don't want to have the bubble guts and be that person <laughs> who shit up the bathroom <laughs> on the plane. And now everybody, it just stinks. Um, 
So, <laughs> and I had an early flight. So no coffee in the morning um, and then no like breakfast because, you know, like I said, you just don't want to be that person. And so by the time we got, you know, like into the Airbnb and like kind of settled in for like, you know, just whoosah and br- <laughs> being able to take a breath and just, you know, take your shoes off for like a second. We were sitting there and we we're like, girl, I'm hungry. <laughs> so, so what are we going to do? Because like it was a, a long time before our happy hour reservation at six o'clock. So. There was a restaurant on our list that I had kind of put down some like lunch options. They were supposed to be for like later in the trip. And so we went to this place, uh, which was only ended up being like a few blocks away. It's called the Burgers Priest. So their kind of theme is like all the burgers are kind of named religious adjacent names. So it's like the high priest is like the low priest, um, Vatican City, Holy Smoke the miracle, things like that. We get up to the counter and the girl's like super, super nice. And she's like, hey, this is your first time here? Because we were looking like all confused. And then she kind of, um, you know, recommended certain things for us. And, you know, we're also, Trina and I are also the type of people who we like to check out the menu beforehand. So we kind of know what we want when we get there. <laughs> and so she had already had her order ready and so i was like uh because you know i'm looking for like the vegetarian options and so on their online menu it doesn't say that you can basically sub out any burger for like a a beyond me i think it's beyond or impossible burger but when we got there the girl was like oh yeah you know you can actually do that so i got what was called the low priest because she recommended she said it's kind of like a big mac but way <laughs> better <laughs> and so that's what I got because I was like, oh, you know, I don't want to eat too much because, you know, we did have like two more reservations that night, but I still, you know, I was hungry in the moment. So got the low priest and it was everything. And then we got like these cheesy like fries with these caramelized onions on top. So, so good because we were looking <laughs> at the guy because, you know, it's like an open kitchen. You can see in the back kind of situation and dude who was cooking, the food, he was, you know, he was a a big boy. So we were like, okay, we know these burgers are going to be good. And they hit the spot, baby. Because I don't think I've ever had a burger that was that good. Like, either we were super hungry or that burger was just good. I think it was just a combination of both. But that burger, it was it was legitimately one of the best burgers I've ever had in my entire life. Then from there, we went to a restaurant called Bar Reina for happy hour has a cute little patio. We sat inside because it was a little chilly um, that night. <laughs> well, the whole time, the whole trip, but had some good drinks, look hors d'oeuvre, <laughs> tapas situation. And then we went to a restaurant called Planta, which is one of my favorite restaurants in Toronto. My friend Marky introduced me to that restaurant like many years ago, one of my first trips there. And it's just the best plant-based food that you've probably ever had in in, in your life. Um, just the food is good. Like, the service is good. The ambiance is amazing. And we ordered, like, 
<laughs> the entire menu. We probably, and this is where we messed up like the first day because we were just, you know, so excited to be there and super excited to like try all the foods that we wanted, all the foods. And so we ordered probably way too much <laughs> and we kind of overdid it like the first night, but it was just <laughs> between the burger, the happy hour, and then the full dinner. Um, cause we ordered like, we ordered appetizer. We ordered, I think we ordered two appetizers. So like one each, and then we ordered two entrees. I feel like we ordered, it might even might've been three entrees. Um, can't remember, but <laughs> cause we wanted to try everything. And it's like, you know, I hadn't been to Toronto in a number of years. Trina never been. So it's like, let's just go <laughs> crazy. And we did, we did. But we paid for it the next day because like we were <laughs> just so full. Um, and then when you add on like cocktails on top of it, it was just like, ooh, girl, this is too much. But it was so, so good. So then we woke up the next morning <laughs> from our food hangover and kind of just chilled out a little bit. Decided to walk to this um, donut shop. It's called Bloomer's. Donuts on, I believe it's on Queen Street West, but it was actually a vegan donut shop. Um, I didn't really n- realize that until we kind of were like about to place the order because it had a sign um, on one of the display things. And then so got like four donuts there. They were so, so good, y'all. The rose pistachio was like a favorite. They also had a London fog, like glazed donut. It was so good. Cause it was like infused with that, like the Earl Grey tea. Amazing. Then from there, we walked to a restaurant called Patois, which is a Chinese Jamaican fusion restaurant, which sounds kind of crazy, but there's actually a lot of um, Asian and Indian people in Jamaica, which is a fact that I, I think I knew that a while back um, because there was a girl from, Jamaican of Jamaican descent in college and she kind of told us that but we didn't really believe it but <laughs> apparently it was true and so um the owner is a Chinese Jamaican and he I guess immigrated to Canada and then created this fusion uh restaurant so that was a new experience but the food was good like it was it was different <laughs> But it was good. Um, a new take on Jamaican food, I'll say that. Then we kind of just pumped it across the city, the city. One, because we needed to burn off all them calories, honey. And my Apple Watch was going off like, damn, girly, <laughs> you ain't walked this much in a long time. Like, are you okay? And the weather was like pretty decent. It was kind of um it was kind of chilly, but but it was sunny for most for the most part. And so, you know, it's that kind of weather where it's like warm if you're in the sun like direct sunlight but if you're kind of in the shade then it's a bit um it's a bit chilly then for happy hour on saturday night we had cocktails at a bar called clockwork and it's so it's like the lobby bar in the fairmount royal york hotel which is like where the queen used to stay when she visited when any member of the british royal family comes that's where they stay um and we saw the lamest marriage proposal ever so clockwork didn't take reservations um so you kind of had to just rock up to the bar and be like hey y'all got any seats <laughs> any seats and so apparently they didn't but the guy was super nice and he put us on the wait list he said you know it'd be like 
20 minutes, whatever. It ended up being longer, but I mean, we had time to kill anyway before our dinner reservation. So we didn't mind it, but we're sitting in the lobby and it has this gorgeous, um, huge Fabergé egg. I think it was part of their like Easter display and they just kind of left it up. Um, and then they have this massive ornate, like really fancy clock, which is, I guess, the name clockwork comes from. And so we're kind of just sitting on these like plush couches and we <laughs> noticed there was this guy there. He had like, you know, his big fancy um, like Sony or like can- uh, Canon, whatever, those fancy camera photography cameras. So he was a photographer. And then we see um, <laughs> this girl <laughs> and she has on a hoodie, these big ass, dark ass sunglasses. And then, you know, everyone has their mask on, so you can't really see. But then she also has, like, a bouquet of flowers. And we're like, okay, girl, you look mad suspect up in here with all these people dressed up real fancy-like. And then we see this couple come in. The guy is dressed, you know, nice. He has on, like, a really nice suit. The girl has on, like, this gold sequin beaded dress. She's carrying, like, this big, almost duffel bag situation. So the guy with the camera, so the photographer, he, like, starts positioning them like in this one part of the lobby like okay now you stand here okay you stand here and then the guy like gets down on his knee well his pants were super tight so he had had trouble like getting down and then so he kind of like faked it for like a couple times i guess he was trying to see like if his pants were gonna rip or not but then the couple like disappears. They go into this other restaurant, which is at like the other end of the the lobby. Then they come out like maybe 15 minutes later. And then the girl has on these shoes <laughs> where she can barely walk in. So she's like tiptoeing to the spot that like the photographer kind of marked off. And then the guy um, starts to get down on one knee. And then the photographer is like lurking in the shadows like taking pictures and then the guy proposes and the girl just acts like she's like so surprised but i'm like girl y'all practiced this like five minutes ago (laughs) what is going on so i'm thinking that they were either already engaged because at this point it's not a surprise it's not a surprise to any to the girl because like y'all were standing in this spot practicing the girl with the flowers is still like lurking around too. And then she comes up and then gives it, it was just a hot mess. But, um, so I'm thinking they were either already engaged and this was just like the let's take, you know, photos and videos for the gram because it just did not seem authentic, especially with all of the preparation that y'all were doing with the photographer. So that's my initial thought. But then I'm like, well, why go through all of that? Like, but I mean, you got to fake it for the gram, I guess. Then we had dinner at Biblos, which is a Mediterranean spot down um, downtown. And the food was good. We had, a, again, so much food there. Um, but then the highlight of the night, or the most interesting part of the night, was when we went to this after hours kind of speakeasy vibe situation called coffee oysters champagne so you go down king street and it's right (laughs) down on the canadian walk of fame 
Hey, we were looking for Deborah Cockstar. She ain't got one, but she need one. But um, you go down these stairs, and then there was a line. So the front looks like pretty small. So it was, there was like a line, people waiting to you know see the hostess. And if you didn't have a reservation, the girl said it was like a two-hour wait. Now, it was like 1030 at this point. And I'm like, ain't nobody coming back two hours later just to get... <laughs> just to get in here but the girls like everybody in front of us was like okay we'll come back and i was like oh okay well maybe it's popping like that it didn't seem like it from what i could see but we had a reservation so we were good so we get into the front part the girl says um she like escorts us to the bar and it was just like really chill like they did have some oysters like on ice um it was champagne bottles everywhere Everybody was like speaking in low tones, like the the music was very mellow, and we were like, "Y'all coming? <laughs> Y'all gonna wait two hours for this?" Like, girl, it was cute, but it wasn't worth waiting two hours for. And then so the hostess comes up to us, well, no, the waitress, and she was like super creepy <laughs> because she got like all up in my personal space, like right by my ear, and she's like. So, I hear you guys are going on a tour, and we were like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And then she was like, well, it's okay, because I'm about to go on break. <laughs> I was like, okay, like, girl, all right. And then, just when we were about to order drinks, because we didn't know what this tour was supposed to be, the hostess comes up, and she's like, all right, let's go. And we're like, bitch, where you, like, go where? <laughs> And so I'm not going to give too many spoilers in case any of the listeners want to go to Coffee, Oysters, and Champagne. Um, but it is, it's a moment. And so <laughs> it's an experience. So um, so I'll put a link to that in the description if you, if you ever want to go. And then on Sunday, so as luck would have it, um, like I said, you know, we were going for a foodie trip, a foodie situation. And it was the Toronto Food and Drink Festival was going on that weekend. So... We got tickets to that for Sunday, got there, and it was just, it was just you know, it was at the convention center, which was like literally right across the street from our Airbnb. And so I get there and just like all these, you know, food stations, vendors who are like, you know, you, you go and you can like sample different foods, different wines. They had like a huge alcohol section. <laughs> There's this one girl who's making these gin drinks. I can't remember the name of it, but... <laughs> Mama either had some weak wrist or like a carpal tunnel situation, repetitive stress syndrome or something. Because the way she, <laughs> she was lackadaisically shaking the drinks, I was like, girl, you should have stayed home today. Because <laughs> you acting like you don't want to be here. But we sampled so much food and it was just so good to like just taste everything. We met the, the chef from this restaurant we were actually going to like later on in the night. So it's a, I guess it's a restaurant, but they primarily are all about their, their cocktails and their drinks. Um, so it's called Bar Chef and they do like um, molecular gastronomy with the cocktails. They have like all these different um, really fancy uh, displays with the cocktails and I'll put up some um some pictures in the stories on Instagram or something because it was a moment. So we both had like two cocktails each. Um, 
No, actually, we have more than that because we just wanted to see like what they would look like when they would get come out. But um, we had fun. It was like really good uh, experience. So if you're in Toronto, I'll put the link down uh, to that as well. But um, it was so much fun. And then like we bumped into the chef again or the bar. I guess a bartender. I don't know what his title is, but um, but yeah, it was a moment. Then we had dinner at a restaurant called Louie Louie, which they have this 13-layer chocolate cake called the King's Cake. And it has these edible gold flakes on top. But it's so massive that, of course, we could not finish it. I ended up actually bringing it back home, like home to Philly, because um, it was just too much. And then I think by that point in the trip, it was like the last night, we were just so full. <laughs> like, I should have, I should have done my detox after I got back because I was just that done uh, <laughs> with food. And then after that, so the night still wasn't over. So we met um, my friend Marky at another uh, bar across town called Mother Cocktails. And, um, you know, it was good to catch up and and, um, and see him because, you know, again, I haven't seen him in a while, but he was on the podcast as well um, a while back. So always good to talk to him and see him. So it was overall is a good experience tens across the board to all of the people in the service industry. Cause I know, you know, service industry has been hurting since this health situation has been going on, but we had amazing service the entire time. Like cannot complain about that at all. The food was amazing. So delicious, so much flavor. And we picked like a wide range of different, um, different foods and like different experiences and things like that. And, and tends to my girl, Trina, cause Trina is like the one who kind of introduced me to like the foodie life. So like I said, we met in college, but my food, my palate was so limited back then. Like I just remember going out with her and like, um, she would say, or I would say like, I don't like it or I don't like that, you know, things like on the menu. And she's like, well, have you ever tried it? And so for most of the things, I'd be like, well, you know what? No, I haven't tried it. Like I was in college, like the first time I had guacamole (laughs) or the first time I had like blue cheese dressing, you know? So it's like things that, you know, you kind of grow up and say, oh, I don't like it. It's just because you just never tried it. And so she kind of really opened my mind up to like trying different things. Cause like growing up, like in South Carolina, especially where I was from in South Carolina, like we just weren't exposed to a lot of things. So like I said, it just limits your, your palate. And so now I'm looking back and like, damn, like I was just so naive or just unaware to like a lot of things. And like now I'm much more, I would say adventurous in the things that I would want to try or want to, or want to taste. Cause you know, you know, you don't, no, if you don't like it, if you've never tried it. So I'm willing to try most things, you know, within my um, dietary restrictions <laughs> of being a vegetarian. But, you know, back then I, I just wouldn't. I would just be like, oh, no, I don't like it. Even though I had never tried it or seen it before. So, so that about wraps up the snack. <laughs> size episode it's actually running pretty long so it's probably more like a entree little tapas uh situation going on but um 
I'm going to get on out of here, give my voice a little bit of a rest, and I will see y'all in the next one. Open up your mind, open up your palate, and just try it. Stay safe, stay healthy, and eat something good today. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another week. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you're listening to Category is right now. Category is podcast is recorded in Philadelphia. The show is hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Maurice Smith. 